0: The only for, uh, for he said, You're going to be in the Old Testament? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to be in the Old Testament. Um, before we get into that, I want to thank Andrew for the introduction and confession. My mind is like on ADD. I've like a thousand places I want to know what this text is. Next, so. I have a whole bunch of texts we want to get into, but we can make the most of them. My question for you today. I just work. What do you know? Uh, transported.
1: and it's also a picture that God was present with him his presence was there so where the ark was Of God. I don't know. We can infer from this so that he was as close as he could get to it. The Bible reports that he was next to it. Eli was not. It was there. It was A fossil like Harry Potter. And it was away somewhere where they didn't know the Sam. I don't know. So that's where we see Samuel.
0: And do you remember what God told Samuel? remember? Did he say, hey, I'm going to watch over you. You're going to have a great life. You're going to grow to be made strong, eat your weeds. Life is good for you. No. Not at all. He told Samuel, Eli has done evil. Eli's son said, I'm going to destroy it. I'm going to kill it. And Samuel, my you old know, boy, I want you to kill this. And what, he, what happened? Samuel tells him. Eli had already made a plan by the, the prophet, told the same thing, so it was to him. So we're going to pick up on chapter 4. Let's to the end of chapter 3, verse 19. 1 Samuel 3, verse 19. Thus Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and let none of his words what? When Samuel spoke the words of God, did it happen? Yes. He was a prophet of God. He spoke the words of God. Verse 19, verse 20. All of Israel, from Dan, even to Persheba, knew that Samuel was confirmed as a prophet of the Lord. And the Lord appeared again at Shiloh because the Lord revealed himself to Samuel at Shiloh by the word of the Lord. So we read it in chapter 3 at the beginning that. So what happened? Romans Battle. well, that will win. It doesn't even make sense. The Lord defeated us, but if we break this bargain, well, maybe he won't defeat
1: himself. Really think about it. It doesn't even make sense. But they're desperate. From here they carried the ark of the covenant of the Lord, of the host who sits above the cherubim, and the two sons of Eli, on by pinions. For there was the ark of the covenant of God. So who did they just bring into battle? The specific name of God. Or a host. We want to bring the God of armies into this, even though we're just us. Okay. Verse five. As the ark of the covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout, so that the earth resounded. When the Philistines heard the noise, the shout, they said, What does the noise of this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews mean? Then they understood that the, Lord, the ark of the Lord had come into the camp. The Philistines were what? Why do you think, before we get into the text, why do you think they were afraid? They up to current. They knew what God was capable of. And they had heard the stories. They knew all about God. Were they believers? No. Warning God's truth to people. Of uh, verse 7. Then. <coughs> the Philistines were afraid, when they
0: said, God has come into the camp. And they said, Woe to us, for nothing like this has happened before. Woe to us. What do we know from Steve going through the New Testament and the woe to us phrase? Condemnation and death. Death. We are dead. Because the ark came or because the, uh, post Verse 12. Now a man of Benjamin ran from Babylon and
1: came the Shadow the same day, and his pose towards dust on his head. When he came, behold, Eli was sitting on his seat by the road, eagerly watching, because Sar was trembling for the heart of God. Why was Eli
0: trembling? Well, at this point he doesn't know yet, but he knows they took the ark. So he's afraid that it's going with him by the way, did he know his two sons were in Is he trembling for his two sons? No. Yeah. So the man came to tell in the city, and all the city cried out. When Eli heard the noise of the outcry, he said, What does the noise of this noise mean? Then the man came hurriedly and told Eli. Now Eli was 98 years old, and his eyes were set so that he could not see. The man said, Eli, I am the one who came from the battle line, indeed, I escaped from the battle line today. And he said, How did things go, my son? that the one who brought the news replied, Israel has fled before the Philistines, and there has also been a great slaughter among the people. And your two sons, Hothai, and are dead, and the ark of God has been taken. When he mentioned the ark of God, Eli fell off the seat backward beside the hill, and his neck was broken, and he died. He was all repented, thus he his Israel for years. What made Eli fall over the backwards? What do God. Not sons. The heart of God. I think it was important. <laughs> in having that presence of God, it something that it was that, uh, great. It was really important to them. Yeah, it was. Eli knew it. It wasn't in his heart that he knew it. It was about his commitment. Value. So, we are going to skip ahead. Dagon had fallen on his face, he grabbed him from the earth, and the head of Dagon, with the palms of his hands, were cut off from all the rest. of Dagon was left with him. Therefore, again, the priest of Dagon and all the men of Dagon's house tread on the pressure of Dagon and God to be dead. So, what did God just do to Dagon? Destroyed it. Destroyed Destroy it. Did he use the armies of Israel to help him? No. Uh, yeah. Hey, my partner is there. My presence is there. You guys want to leave me like a trophy? Doctor's is there. Huh. So you are listening. How do you respond to
1: that?
0: I would think maybe you'd rather do. Yeah. So I'm gonna do a little test, and I'll show you what happens. They decided to send it to one another town. Because we know mice have a taste. with mice. And hemorrhoids. I've never with hemorrhoids. Which I think it's hysterical. Not because I have really worked sense of humor, but messing with God will be in the butt. Think about it. Messing with God is a real thing about it. Because God holds wins. God is right, we are wrong. Always, always, always. So, what better way to put these guys? Emotes. Emotes. To send this box, we'll send it to another city. It goes to all five capitals of the Philistines, and they have problems in every one. Same thing over and over and over again. Men are dying because of the city in their city. So this, they take and the biggest trophy they could of Israel. So
1: the listings follow along as they safe distance.
0: Book. At this portion of 1 Chronicles, King Saul is dead. He was the first king that the people wanted. Remember, they begged, begged, begged. Samuel was saying, No, 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 you don't want king. Anyhow, he, said, he was a good king or a bad king. What kind of king was Saul? Bad king. God says, I will anoint my own king and get me sick under the anointing of their little boy. Crazy, isn't it? Was that with David? Anyhow, David gets anointed by God to be the next king, but does not become king. He has to wait for Saul to die. Which is very, very weird. Because David had opportunities to kill Saul repeatedly, and would not kill him because God had anointed Saul. So, Saul has now died on the battlefield. So there's a little bit of a division within Israel whether David should be king or not, because there was such a Bloody warrior. Some thought that He was just too audacious and too crazy. And what so a little bit of a decision. In chapter 12, most of the guys David had fought with are the King Saul. Do uh, you remember the poem with King Saul the little Saul? The King Saul that made King Saul so angry about David? I remember what it was? Saul's killed his, uh, David's killed his pestilence. Yeah. Kind of humiliating.
1: Here's David, and all these guys that fought with him served under him for all this time King Saul, are now realizing that David needs an army. So they're all coming together, committing themselves to being David's army. We will be your mercenaries. We will be your guys. And if you remember back in history, these guys weren't like good guys. They like our rambos, looked like sissies. These guys would take on their navy seals and Guys were really, he said, one of them would kill a thousand at the time. One of these guys would a thousand enemy soldiers. So all these guys, thousands of them, have all now come to David and said, we will not only be your army, we will be your bodyguard, your king. We're going to make happen. So David is now being my king. Chapter 12. All these guys come, they, they celebrate chapter 13. Then David consulted with the captains of the thousands and the
0: hundreds, even with every leader. David said to all the assembly of Israel, if it seems good to you, and if it is from the Lord our God, let us send everywhere to our kinsmen to remain in all the land of Israel, also to the priests and the Levites, where we live, in their cities the lands, and pasture lands, that they may be with us. Okay, Basically all Israel. Okay? So everybody back to verse two. David said to the assembly of Israel, it seems good to you, and if it is from the word our God, let us send everywhere to our kinsmen, remain all the land of Israel, also to Right to work with them in cities, to pasture lands, that they may eat with us, and let us bring back the ark of our God to us, for we did not see it, we did not see it in the days of Saul. And of all the assembly said that they would do that, that they would do so, for the thing was right in the eyes of all the people. So what's David going to do? people are in the history of Solomon. It's amazing how many of these cities, names have changed, The cities is the same. Are many cities that have been reused through the Bible times? And what has happened, some of them have been a in these places. Anyway. Um, so, verse 7. They carried the Ark of God on a new cart from the house of Abinadab and Uzzah and a Pio the cart. David and all Israel were celebrating before God with all their life, even with songs and with lyres. Lyres are ancient but not people that build. Lyres, harps, tambourines, cymbals, and with trumpets. you see a problem. It's on a new part. Closed, closed. the ground was uneven, an ox stumbled in tips, nowhere to say it was It's starting to maybe fall David became angry because of the Lord's outburst against Uzzah. This has always made me wonder: Who can lose it? Why did God lose it? Don't touch me! Touch the Lord. Uzzah dies. And David is angry at yeah. okay. Verse 11. Then David became angry because the Lord's outburst against Jesus. And he called that place Joseph to this day. Verse 12. David was afraid of God that day, saying, How can I bring the arm of God? What's the next phrase? Home to the Home to David David didn't get it. It's not his work. God's ark Verse 13. So David did not take the ark with him to the city of David, but took it aside the house of Obed and Edom to get there. Thus the ark of God remained with the family of Obed and Edom in the house three months, and the Lord blessed the family of Obed and Edom and all that he had. Obed Edom is another great study. We have time, sometimes, have some research on Obed Edom, who he was, where he came from. and It's a pretty cool study. So, Uzzah's dead. David is now afraid and angry. So he leaves north with this guy, Obed Edom. What happens to Obed Edom's household? Blessed. That's so funny. Sorry, is anybody said? Skip to chapter 15. Three months have passed during chapter 14. There's a battle over the chapters in there. Chapter 15, three months later. Now David built houses for himself in the city of David and prepared a place for the ark of God and pitched a tent for it. But David just Months. What is he preparing? A place for the ark, which implies that was there a place for the ark before? No. It was not. So something changed in David. He's repentant. Then David said, No one is to carry the ark of God but he Says change. changed. Where are his soldiers now? They didn't do any good anyhow. They do a foolish. No one is to carry the ark of God with the Levites. Well, the Lord chose them to carry the ark of God and to minister to him (coughs) forever. Huge state. David previously was trying to take. Of the priests. I don't need the priests. I'm a soldier. I'll look it myself. I don't need the priests. What was the role of the priests? Care for the Lord. For the Lord prayer, Intercede for the people. Intercede to God for the people. So David was saying he didn't need. Mediator, it up to today, it was our mediator, Christ Himself.
1: So David was saying, "I don't need Christ; I'll do it myself." Kind of ties back to the message Steve gave a couple weeks ago with, uh, I just wrote, like John Baptist, stuff in my head. Alexander. Peter. With Peter, Peter didn't need intercessor. Peter, Peter didn't need that. Remember, Jesus said, "I'm the Son of God," or not. Remember that message? It's kind of doing the same thing here, isn't it?
0: Let's not forget Peter, David, and How often do we think don't need? Really, not that bad. I mean, you see this guy I work with—he's bad. You see my neighbor, he's bad. You see the guys on TV and they're right ready in the newspaper. They're bad. He now realizes the Levites are the ones I need. It's God's part, not mine. It's the Levite, Levite's responsibility. I was wrong. God was right. By the way, all Israel, you came with me when I made a fool out of myself. I want you to come again. I want you to see how what it looks like to do a right I've repented. All Israel, come. Let me show you. Let me show you what repentance and worship really looks like. Verse 3 again. David assembled all Israel after Israel. He ran back to to his place which he had prepared for it. David to gathered together the sons of Aaron and the Levites. Who were the first people he gathers? This listed here? The Levites. Not his soldiers. The Levites. And then it's going to go through a list of all these people. And how many people they bring with them? Hundreds and hundreds of people. Skip down to verse uh, 11. And
1: David called for Zadok and Abed are priests, and for the Levites, for Uriah, Asiah, Joel, Shubhiah, Eliel, and Benadab, and said to them, You are the heads of the fathers'
0: households of the Levites. What's next? Sanctify yourselves. Consecrate yourselves. In other words, do what? Prepare for worship. In other words, repent. Believe. In other words, David said, Do what I have. David is doing everything right, as far as he knows, hearts are right, consecrate yourselves, Levites, everything according to the law, make your hearts right, everything. They get it loaded, we're going to take seven steps, stop. Why would we have to stop? Why would we sacrifice at that point, and not before they load it up, or after they get back to Jerusalem? I think David was still afraid he was doing something wrong. Because he had been made such a fool, he made such a mistake. I think he still had this account that he was doing something wrong. So, hey, okay, we got seven steps. We have a sacrifice. We're doing it right. Our hearts are right. God is doing So and they had a big there. Sacrifices, big celebration. Back in 1 Samuel. 1 Chronicles it does not work, that course. So, Back to verse 27. Now David was clothed with a robe of five fine linen, with all the Levites who were carrying the ark and singers and Shadai, or whatever his name is, leader of the comes singing. With the singers, David also wore a robe of linen. Thus all Israel brought up the ark of the covenant of the Lord, who brought it up? All Israel. Who shouted. And with the Sabbath morning will be troubles, the loud Sabbath symbols, the darks, and, and the fires. So, my first question this morning was, how do you prepare for worship? When did you start preparing for worship? David is now leading a processional worship. When did we start preparing for that? Yeah, three, months three months ago. It took him three
1: months to prepare for this one hour worship. Are I think he's serious about it. And after three months, according to
0: the test, the first cycle that I just told you about, he has to leave by seven steps and stop. Because after three months of preparation, He's still not sure if he's doing it right. He's still not sure if everybody's hearts are there. Seven steps remain. We're doing it right. We have to worship. Sacrifice. Sacrifice, he's So now all Israel is carrying this back to the city of David into Jerusalem. Verse 29, it happened when the Ark of the Covenant, I love it when the Bible says it happened. It's like, just my chance. That it First 29. It happened when the ark of the covenant of the Lord came to the city of David that Michael, the daughter of Michelle, forget, up. Michael, which can also be pronounced shell, if you need to have the identity situation going, the daughter of Saul, looking out of the window and saw King David leaping and celebrating, and she him, He hates it. By the way, you notice she refers to, this text refers to David as king. David. David, not just David. He is dancing through the entire city. All of Israel is there Because they finally are worshiping him. Ark is back. We are worshiping right. Our hearts are right. His wife sees him Thanksgiving. David just crying out to God, and praising God. It's probably a if them in short, because the watchtower in the Bible. This huge test for God. David is praising God for all He has done, and all the attributes that God has displayed for him. So, in closing, again, I'm going to start the prayer worship. Am the independent professional? Were you pointing others to yourself? Christ? Are you trying to increase the price? The things that, because we know we worship all the time, the things that we were worshiping are they in of? Worshiping Christ. mercy to, to those who Who is a long-suffering God? Because really, if he's not long-suffering, he should be like losing. Let's be honest, have a we try to God. Try to touch God. Try to eliminate immediately our sins of what I mean, isn't there, like, a statute of limitations on the Senate until uh, they fall for, like, seven years or something like this, right? By the way, the Martha was away for 20 years. I'm not to forget about it. The day three months to prepare to go get it. I suppose it's better. <laughs> well, again, I thank you for today. Thank you for this text, this is the rule of texts, and how they tie together. As not just to stories from the Old Testament, but it's real today. We do these exact same things. We do them differently. They may look differently, but then our heart is the same. We feel do we don't need the redeemer. We feel do we don't need God. Our sins aren't that big.
1: Your commands aren't that important, so like, that. It it was falling, but yet we don't forget, you're the same yesterday, today and forever. You're long suffering, you're patient, you're gentle, you're kind, but you're also a wrathful for God. And we thank you that your wrath itself was put out in place on our behalf. Yet, Father, I pray that you would our hearts so that we would call out to you today. That we would repent and believe, so that our so that our worship would turn from the first attempt to the more to second attack. so that we could worship you with all our being, with everything and all the strength and fiber of our being, body, soul, mind, and spirit that we would honor you, worship you, and that we would point others to you instead of ourselves. May this be Jesus' name.